Hello, my name is Julia Terbesh. And I'm Lauren Bernie. And you are listening to Off the Record. This is Off the Record, where we go on the record to discuss hot button issues and the journalism world. Hopefully we'll have special guests in the future. Yeah. So do you want do you want me to start asking sure. questions? We're gonna interview each other today. That's exciting. When did you start the 49er? Tell the people. For all of the people wondering about yeah. the two out there. I started as a staff writer in fall of 2019. I was taking Journalism 310, which is the writing for the Daily 49er class. And as a staff writer, I began helping out as assistant podcast editor because I liked audio. So I wanted to get involved and I was kind of a timid writer. I didn't want to, I wasn't picking up a ton of stories because I was like nervous. I hadn't really done journalism before. And then the next semester after that, I became one of the podcast editors. And then the following semester, I became news editor. And then here I am again as news editor. Did you start with journalism when you first came to Long Beach? I started as interior design, which lasted about a month. So (laughs) why did you stop? I was in these art classes and we had to draw and I was like, this is so hard for me. Like I can't just whip up a perfect drawing in one sitting and all of my classmates were able to do that. And I was like, oh no, this is not for me. Our journeys are really different from each other because you came to Cal State Long Beach right after high school. After high school, I went to community college, Mount Sac. Mounties, if you're out there and listening to this, thank you. I was there for about six years. I went from an English major to a photography major to doing sign language. I did sign language for about two and a half, three years, I think. That's so cool. I love the language because it's visual language. I was always visual, but I wasn't passionate about it. And it was just really intimidating. I eventually got to a breaking point where I took about a year and a half off of school. And during that time, I was living on my own. I worked about three jobs. It was really hard. And I was watching this. David Letterman had a new show on Netflix where he interviewed Obama. I think there was a part where Obama was talking about making sacrifices and education. And I realized at that moment I needed to go back to school and I needed to do it full time. And I didn't care what anyone else said I should do or whatever. I was going to take whatever class I wanted to take. And I was always interested in journalism. I didn't know what in. And I walked into the newsroom and I never looked back. (laughs) And I've been in journalism ever since. And then I got into Cal State Long Beach and... Now I'm an editor for multimedia. (laughs) I mean, you got to try different things and really figure out what you're passionate about. It is crazy how we're supposed to know right out the gate what we want to do. Like, Yeah, I highly, highly recommend going into community college after high school. I know that's not the traditional path. I know that 
for some families, they look down on that, but I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't do all those things and make a few mistakes along the way. It's definitely becoming more of a popular path. I think some people are worried that you're going to get quote unquote stuck in the loop of never leaving community college. And I have seen it happen, but that doesn't mean anyone who goes to community college is going to never move past it. I'm glad I went through all that and I might be the oldest person in the newsroom, but at least I have a sense of purpose in my life and where I want to go but yeah but it took a while to get there and it's okay to not know what you want to do at the moment and I think that's kind of why I like the daily 49ers so much is because you could dabble in different things journalism is a place where you can combine a lot of interests I don't know if I excel in necessarily one area. I feel like I don't have a direction. Was there something you wish you knew before joining the Daily 49er? That kind of leads me to think, like, would I change anything or do I regret anything? And I don't regret anything because I don't think I would be who I am if I changed anything. But I will say that I wish I was probably more bold when starting out because I'm naturally shy. So I was afraid to take stories where I have to, like, interview people, which is every story. (laughs) Like, I was doing this one story where I had to call somebody and their assistant hung up on me and she was really rude. And I still remember it because I was like, you know what? You have to learn to not care about people like that. And I think I wish I knew that from the start. Like, just get over yourself and just do it. It's funny that you say that you you don't feel like you were bold because I feel like you are now. <laughs> like, knowing you, like, I feel like you've gone after a lot of stuff. Like, recently we did the Black History Month event and I feel like you're someone who is like, oh, don't forget to do this or, like, you're able to do a lot of hands-on stuff. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, I really feel like I've grown a lot. It's really weird thinking about it because I was talking to Barb yesterday and she was saying it's fun as an advisor seeing you guys change because we were joking like when I was in 310, I cared so much about the camaraderie of the newsroom and like, I mean, I still do, but I really loved that part more than anything. So I would want to be in there all the time, like playing cards with whoever wanted to play, like sitting at the communal tables playing Uno and talking and like Barb would always say, go do something. And Gary would say, news doesn't happen in the newsroom. And like now... I'm doing news covering all kinds of stuff and I was not like that at first. For audiences that don't know, Barb Barbara Kingsley Wilson and Gary Metzger are two of our advisors for the Daily 49ers. So they kind of They're our beloved guiding forces, our guardian angels. Yes, our guardian angels that love us and critique us and make us cry when they critique us too hard. We laugh and cry all at the same time. But that's okay. What what do you wish you knew before coming to the 49er? Every newsroom is different (laughs) and it's okay that it's not the one that you left. Like if you were someone who left a newsroom at community college to go to a newsroom at university or four year, you're at the bottom again, unfortunately, but you have to build those relationships again. We're a different newsroom than when, when I first came to Cal State Long Beach. And that yeah. one, I felt completely like an outsider. And I was. The reality was that I was an outsider and I knew what I could do, but they didn't know. And so I had to prove that through my work. The staff is always changing. So even when I started, I was, I felt like a complete outsider. It wasn't until very recently where I felt like we, I feel like we're all a little family and I did not feel like that before. For that reason, I try my best to invite people to the multimedia meetings 
who are interested. I'm trying my best to include them. Hopefully get them a little bit more acquainted with everyone. Because it's overwhelming at first. It really is. I'm trying to do that with staff writers. I'm trying to really help all of them as much as they need or want. I'm hoping that no one feels the way that we did. How has your work changed since quarantine? Ooh. How much time you got? All time in the world. (laughs) The thing is, I've only been news editor since the pandemic has been going on. So I don't know any other way to do it. It's very different not being able to just go in the newsroom and talk to people and check up on them. Like, how's this thing going? What's going on with this? For print especially, being there, collaborating, putting out this product as a team. It's so hard now. We can't just all be together working on it. I I think for me, it's very difficult when it comes to editing on different softwares to try and get on the same page with someone about a video. And I end up sending like paragraphs to my editors about what to change and what to adjust. Some of it is so tiny, but I feel like it makes a world of difference. Because it's in the details of it that matter. Even if the average viewer doesn't notice it, I notice it. It feels like you're making a big deal about something that's so minor. When in reality, it's not minor. It just is so much harder to bring it up that it becomes a whole issue. Doing video and photo and podcasting all from home is difficult. And then sometimes you have to send people out and so you worry about them. And it's like, you have to be as safe as possible during this time. So it's just... What is the one thing you really miss about being in person? If you had to pick one, or if that's too hard, pick three. (laughs) I think I I just miss hanging out with everyone. I, I think I miss just being able to check in with people. I think I miss our ring toss thing that we had, the, or what is it? Which thing? The one where we toss the bags in the hole. Oh my god, yeah. What is that called? Where you throw the little pouch in the hole? Ball toss? Bag toss. Bag toss. Where we played bag toss when we were like, okay, we need a minute, let's play bag toss. On election night. Yeah, that was fun. So I guess my number one thing is just being able to hang out and just check up on each other. I think I miss hugging people too. Yeah. We're not able to do that now, but... We really took for granted what it was like to just be around a bunch of strangers. That sounds weird, but like we're all just people and we probably didn't realize how much we need each other until now. Yeah. I miss living in that way, but we're we're adjusting, I guess. So What have you learned as being a news editor? I've learned to, I guess, just go for things, like not overthink as much as I used to, not worry about what other people think and just do it because like you don't have the time to worry about it, especially with breaking news and stuff. You just have to do it. So you have to be fast. You don't have the luxury of sitting around thinking. I get in the habit of just kind of starting and then seeing where it takes me. But don't get me wrong, like taking your time with something is also really important. But I think I probably did that too much before. Like, I would just sit around and not start. I would want to kind of, like, have something in mind first. And you kind of waste time like that. Just I feel like it's better to just go for it. I think I learned that I could do it again. 
because I was at I was photo editor at my community college at Mount Sac. But I think I learned that I can be a leader. I didn't think I had it in me before. You're a great leader. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think I learned that I could do it. That it's okay to make mistakes. Like you're human. But it's like what you learn from those things. It sounds so fucking cheesy when I say it like that. But it's true. But you, you're going to make mistakes. You're right. And at the end of the day, like, who cares? You learn from them and then you just keep going. How do you think of me as an editor? <laughs> wow. In the spotlight. In the spotlight. I think you're a great editor, Lauren. You're a great leader. I don't know why you said earlier that you were surprised that you were a good leader because you are a good leader. You like reel everyone in, you give constructive feedback. You're like, you're so organized. You know your stuff and you're nice. You invite people. Like I've never seen a better multimedia manager. So thank you. And Julia, you're an amazing news editor. I don't know how you do it. I can never do news. I think your brain is so flexible in the sense that you're able to think on the spot and on your feet. And I admire that from from you because I think it was last time we had a photo and my caption got deleted. And I think Maddie asked me like, well, tell me the caption. And I couldn't. And I was like, brain fart, I can't do this. And then you did it for me. Just doing news and writing more is what helped because I used to be like that. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to begin. Well, how would you describe, I feel like a lot of journalism students are similar. Like, I feel like we all kind of get along pretty well because we're all just similar people. Would you agree with that? I don't agree with that. The sports guys are always going to be like the sports guys or sports girls. Like, they're always going to be into sports. And I I feel like there's a mix of personalities where some people are more extroverted and more into it. And there's some people who are introverted, but they're still really good at their job. Like, I am a hardcore introvert, but I'm still in journalism where I still have to talk to people. But... I think everyone approaches it differently. The way they write their stories is different. Why do you think it's the same? You're so right. We are all pretty different and we do all approach it very differently. But I don't know. I just feel like compared to like other majors or I'm an introvert too, but when I'm reporting, I kind of just put that on the back burner and I have to just go against my shyness. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of us are similar. I think we're similar in the sense of tenacity. Like we have to be tenacious and we have to fight for stuff. Like you have to fight for stories that you want to tell and you need to prove it in a sense. Like you have to prove it with other journalists that you want it enough and you have to be passionate about it. Because if you're not, you're not going to make it in journalism. But I feel like the people in our newsroom will make it because they're tenacious enough. Yeah. Moral of the story is we're tenacious and amazing people. (laughs) We're cool. Come join the cool kids in the newsroom. (laughs) I think that's a good note to end it on. Yeah, I agree. All right. Cool. Well, this was Off the Record. Thanks for joining us for our first podcast. We will be going on the record soon. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what we should end it on. (laughs) Should we have an outro? How about we say, um, this is Lauren Burney. Okay. And this is Julia Terbesh. And we're signing off. See you in two weeks. See you soon. And that's it.